Good morning, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 164th podcast in Common Sense and Ramblings in America. I apologize that I didn't get to post a podcast last week. Um, I was basically redoing my um, internet access and my cable as well. Um, I had originally had um, Cox Cable, and prior to that I had DirecTV with CenturyLink, and um, I liked it, but I wanted to kind of consolidate and make things a little easier um, so, but after like four years of Cox, it became a kind of a disappointment. Um, I was losing internet access quite frequently. My TV was acting up again and I just frankly didn't want to have to bring in the box and get another box. Um, that would have been my third box in four years. Um, it seems like they're, um, they set them up to fail. So you have to bring it in and replace the box and subscribe for another year. It's, it seems to be a scam what's happening again and I said I'm just not falling for that game so um, this um, podcast is about corporate America and the state of this country when it comes to that but um, there are some good companies um, DirecTV was phenomenal um, they also they were bought out by AT&T and that they haven't missed a step with that and during the process of getting DirecTV installed um, a person came to my house with concierge service to discuss my DirecTV account, which was impressive. And he also gave me um, some options um, with my internet, my cell phone access. And I ended up switching to AT&T, um, gave me a big discount. I ended up uh, almost, I could have gotten the phones for free, um, but we opted for slightly better phones. We have to pay like five bucks a month for each phone. But my uh, cell phone service is cheaper than it was for Verizon. And I have unlimited access, so they were great. Okay, now the bad part was is that um, I used to work with CenturyLink, and I, they they were a good company, but now they've kind of, uh, as most corporations do, they buy out other companies, and sometimes those buyouts are not that smooth. Um, you would think with a telecommunication company, communication would be their ultimate, their priority, right? Well, not the case. Finally, it, it got taken care of, but my God, I had to make enough damn calls, and nobody talks to anybody, and when they do talk to people, they give you the wrong, they give the wrong information. I had so much miscommunication with CenturyLink. I was, and it, it turns out is that they didn't even tell me that I would be dealing with a separate company for my fiber optic quantum fiber optic now finally I got everything taken care of and I admit this service is phenomenal I it's so fast with my internet access my cell phone through I've got four um, hotspots in my house so I have internet access anywhere for my cell phones and Wi-Fi and it is blistering so it was worth it in the long run but my question is, is why was it such a problem to begin with? Why was there so little communication? First of all, it started off that they didn't have a fiber optic hub close to me. It was like five houses down. Well, we have a privacy wall going right down the back of all the properties. The poles were on the opposite side. Well, the tech that came here because the line actually dangled over our side, he thought he'd have to access for that. So we tried to get permission, which I was impressed. I mean, all these houses, but two houses did not, or not home. 
people in Los Angeles at home. So he asked me if I could do it. And I said, okay. So I went back in the evening after you know, like six o'clock with my wife and I. So it wouldn't be quite so scary to have a big old six foot two guy weighing 200 some pounds with a beard knocking on your front door. But they still didn't answer. So I left notes and nothing happened. So um, I got a call. I called him up. You know, they, they called me and asked what the status was. And I said, well, I, I don't know. So they said, well, okay, we'll be there Friday. And they ended up canceling me. I had to call them back on why they weren't there. Um, they, they did just, the, the service people just canceled because I did not have um, permission from these people. But the thing is, is that they canceled, but somebody showed up anyway. It's like, who the hell's talking to who? So apparently that they have independent people besides the quantum fiber people. So it's like a lot of people just doing whatever they want to do and nobody's talking to anybody. And how can that be when you have a telecommunication company? I don't understand. But this guy came here and he was gangbusters. He said, no, we don't need to go on one side. We'll go on the other side. There's only two houses the whole length of the stretch. They have huge yards. And he got in and he hooked it up. But he looked at where I used to have Cox cable hooked up. And so he that's where he put the fiber optic the trunk line there. Not the best place because it made hard for them to run the line because it was too short they had to do some other finally when the people came in for tuesday to do it yeah i'll get to that so he did a great job and i appreciate it he hooked it up but he should have asked me where the line was going to be into the house so he might have changed his mind where he might have run it down a little further and run it down the other side again no communication but he did a good job he, he got rid of the problem to actually have the fiber optic running to the back of the house so I was pleased with that, but I would have been more pleased if you had actually done, um, asked me to talk to me a little bit more um, about that. So the guy came, so here I'm talking back and forth, and nobody's telling me that um, Quantum is a separate entity, even though they work with, they're owned by um, CenturyLink. So I'm trying to set up an account, and of course, I call and I asked about my, where's my, my uh, people that come and work on it because they're not there. Not there at the between 12 and 2. And I couldn't understand a damn thing. I, I have nothing against people from other countries. I really don't. But if you're going to be talking on the phone to people, you got to have a better control of the language. You're, you're, you have to work on your accent just a little bit so you can be more understandable. Um, it's not a, it's a, it's, I know that they have to work, okay? I understand that. But maybe a little bit more practice might help. I don't know. So you could be a little bit more understandable. It's it's difficult, and I'm not criticizing you. I know you're busting your ass. I really do. I appreciate that. You're trying to make a living for your family. But you're talking to people on a, about a technical situation, and your command of the language is a little limited, okay? And your accent is very heavy, so... That's my criticism about that. But finally, I found out, after making several calls, that I don't go through CenturyLink. I go through Quantum to set up my account. And it's through my email. And finally, I tried to do it through my phone. Of course, I could not do it through my damn phone. So finally, when I got the internet hooked up, I tried going through the computer. Couldn't do that either. But then the phone worked. So, how they got my account, I never put it in, 
but finally got the password taken care of. All this could have been avoided if somebody would have told me from the very beginning that I would have been on Quantum and not CenturyLink website. Okay, that's how I'm going to be billed. Even though I was billed by CenturyLink, doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, more miscommunication. So I'm getting, I'm pulling my hair out. Okay, guy's not here. And then I'm on the phone talking to another service person. And they're trying to get a hold of the tech people. And the tech person shows up. Two tech people show up. What the hell is going on here? Nobody knew that they were coming up. Well, he said, they told me my appointment was between 2 and 4. 2 and 4, I was between 12 and 2. So they weren't even talking to each other there. Oh, I don't know. So the two guys came and they said, oh, wow, that's going to be kind of hard because we only have 150 feet of line. We may have to put a splitter or, or a coupler. I said, I do whatever you need to do. So they hooked it up and they gave me these little four little dealies that I can move all around the damn house. So now wherever we want to sit, like a laptop or a cell phone or whatever, we have hotspots. Oh my God, this is great. And you can hardwire. So I hardwired my TVs into the network because I have an Ethernet switch. And I'm bombing, I'm telling you. So now my YouTube and all that kind of shit is faster. Everything is great. I mean, I love it. But I think I got like 10 extra gray and white hair because of this shit. Why it was so hard. So my point of all this rambling and ranting and all that is I've noticed this. This is becoming more and more commonplace. I don't know if it's as companies and corporations diversify or it is the quality of the people that they're hiring. First of all, people just don't want to work. I've noticed that. And second of all, the more techno-savvy we become and the more connected we become, the less we communicate. What the hell is going on here now? Why is that the case? And why are people, they're losing their ability to think outside the box. I mean, why did that first person come in here and think it was a good idea to run the line and, and to go in from my side of the wall? When everybody has smaller yards and you have a lot more houses you have to go through. As opposed to the bigger yards on the other side. Well, the other guy came in and he saw that right off the bat and he took care of it. That would have saved me trouble right there. Now, all fairness aside, the one guy could have, the second guy that actually did the work, could have asked me where that was going into the house. That would have been smaller. Instead of just assuming that Cox Cable did the best for me. Okay, well, Cox Cable is in a unique situation. They have cable, all right? They can run that damn thing as long as they want. They just put a connector on the end, and you're good to go. Well, with fiber optic, it's all pre-made, okay? So the lines are shorter. Well, the install guy should have known that. And now, so they had to run it differently. But lucky, the 150 foot was enough, and they only had to put a short, they got it into the house, and they only had to do a little line um, to take care of that the little connector. It didn't affect the speed of my access at all. And supposedly, and it seems to be the case, my wife was on, I was on, she was on Wi-Fi, I was on the computer. We were watching YouTube, and everything was just screaming. Everything was screaming. So 
I'm not seeing any. For the first time, I've been using the internet now for, I don't know how many decades. All right. I started off with a 14, actually, the hell was that, 4,400 baud modem. I finally was up to 28,000 baud modem. Still slow as shit, okay. Then finally I got a, an internet satellite that was pretty good. And then I ended up going to DSL, which was even better because it didn't get affected by the weather. And that was good. And then I moved to the, the Vegas and I went with DSL again through CenturyLink for, for a long, 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 long time. And then I went to Cox and now I'm back to fiber optic, which is like the best. But it has taken me 30 goddamn years to really get a good internet access. And I had, at one time I had like 14 computers all networked together. Oh, and network, you would think with the more technical we are, networks would be easier, right? Well, Windows is, Microsoft Windows has made it so goddamn difficult that my computers cannot talk to each other. Basically, I have no way how to figure it out and I'm not stupid and I'm pretty technical. But they will, I have to have shared drives that's the only way, but I can't go on to my wife's computer and check stuff or her to check stuff or copy files. I have a laptop in my studio that I used um, to, to show pictures of things. So for my model, we'll have know what I'm trying to get around. Because I, when I do a photo shoot, I have examples for the model to look at. And then I have a big screen that it goes up onto so she can see even better. So she knows what kind of poses I'm looking at, what kind of theme I'm going to shoot for her. But in order for me to get my pictures in that computer, I have to put them on an SD card and then use the SD card to upload them onto the computer. That's freaking crazy. But you know what? I don't use it that often, so it's just I'm willing to work with it. But that should have never been a, a quality. And now the same thing with my wife. If she wants files for me, I have to put them on a card and put them in her computer. And the computers are right next to each other. What the hell? Why is... Why are they making it so goddamn hard? I'm in a protected network, okay? You can't access my computers unless you're hardwired right into my system. Because I don't use Wi-Fi and my computers. Only the cell phones. I don't know. Because I have... Even though I have the hotspot, I have the Ethernet switch plugged in directly into the modem for the DSL. And then the hotspot is just in the office for cell phone, the um, Wi-Fi. And even the TVs that I have, I have a smart TV that's plugged into the Ethernet. So that's hardwired. And um, so that's what I did. I did the same thing for the, the TV. I, I prefer hardwire in most cases than the Wi-Fi. But this Wi-Fi is fast. I'll have to admit that. So... Why is it so complicated? Why do they make it so hard? Oh, to stop the hackers? Oh, it doesn't stop the hackers in the least. It just stops real people from doing what they want to do. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's just, I've gone through every form of Windows you can think of. From Windows 3.1, I had DOS. I've even used DOS 2.0. Really? Oh my God. DOS 2.0 talk about being a pain in the ass 
all the way through. I have Windows NT. I never got the freaking thing installed. It was so goddamn complicated. Windows ME. Oh, my God. The two best were Windows XP and Windows 98. Those were the two best Windows. And they're still... I still prefer Windows XP over to Windows 10. Far and above. Far and above. So much easier to work on. I had that... My computer's humming. I had 13 computers at the time. And they all networked and never had a problem with them communicating. And I could download, upload files, backup files, back and forth. I can't do shit. So, in order for my wife to have, we each have our own backup external drives. Okay? Even though we're supposed to really communicate with each other, they don't. So, whatever. I've worked around it. And, you know, frankly, as I get older, I just don't want to deal with some of the same shit. But why is that becoming, why is that such an issue? Why can't people do things simple in the right way the first time? Why can't they? Why does everything have to be done over and over and over again? Is it just that nobody has an attention span? Is that what it is? They just don't have the attention span to follow through or the ambition to actually do the job? I don't know what it is, but it's pretty sad. So I just spent like the last three hours going through. You don't realize how many accounts you have on the internet. Oh my God. The change just my damn email because I no longer have access to the Cox.net email address. Okay. I have to go through. So my wife said, why don't you just go through goddamn Google and Gmail? Okay, I did. So now, if I ever change it again, I can still keep my damn email. Because frankly, I'm tired of changing my damn email. Pain in the ass. Because I've only did a small portion. I guess the rest of them, I will change as I need to. But all the big ones, eBay and Amazon and PayPal and my banking and all those have been changed. All my bill paying. All the emails have been changed, and all my news services that I get have been changed. So, oh, uh, I didn't change my damn uh, Adobe. I got to change that. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. It's another one. So, yeah, and everybody's got different passwords. I got a freaking two-inch thick notebook, or it's a three-inch, whatever, just full of passwords. It's crazy. And then all the ones I have at work. I think my head's ready to blow up from passwords alone. Huh. I don't know. Uh, so that's about my my rant in corporate America. It's just like oh the, oh now I'm not quite done yet. The woke shit. Okay, I've talked about this I think in a previous podcast. Why do companies shoot themselves in the ass for woke? All right, you got this Bud Anheuser Bush and Bud company. All right, and for the most part. People that drink beer are middle of class, you know, you know, just run-of-the-mill people. They're not woke people. They're not transgender. Those kind of people, they maybe drink something different. They're not going to sit down and drink a six-pack of beer. All right? They're just not. Your basic American's going to do that. And they want nothing to do with woke. Nothing. So why are you pushing that agenda? Why? So, I mean, they've lost market share because of that. People get pissed off at that. Disney World has lost hundreds of millions of dollars because of this shit, and then they keep on pushing it. 
Are people fucking stupid? Why are you shooting yourself in the ass over this? It, nobody wants it. It's like one-tenth of one percent of the population wants it. If even that. I can't even get a, a, a number what it is. It's, it's well less, lower than one percent of the population. Way low, lower. And they're the ones that are squawking and making all the damn noise. And they're the ones that are getting all the freaking grease. But why? Why does that need to be the case? It's just, I think people, it's all about insecurity. The people that are the most incompetent, the people that are the most insecure, are the ones that make the most goddamn noise. The people that are mature and competent and sure their own skills and capabilities they don't need to troop their horn. They don't need to put colored paint in their hair and wear crazy-ass makeup and, and put Botox in their lips and in their hips and all that kind of stuff. People do that so they can get noticed because they don't have the capability of getting noticed for their own abilities. They have to make a noise so people hear them or see them or take them into account. But if you're competent, qualified, and skilled, that should be enough. All right? You don't... Why do you have to be in the center forefront of everything? Uh, my my wife had a party at the house. And I was, of course, working, as I always do, it seems like. And so I was sleeping when she had the party. But there is this one person that comes in. I won't say the name. But this person, she has her benefits. She like organizes all my the white the groups hikes and all that kind of stuff because nobody wants to do it, so she's in the center. But my God, she likes to toot her own damn horn, and she has to be in the center. All right, and frankly, I think she's just a blowhard. All right, but she also happens she's a vegan. That says a lot right there, and she's a lesbian. That says a lot right there. I'm sorry, but that's the case because she's the male. In that relationship at least that's what it seems like to me so you've got so many different dynamics going on there people that are vegans are crazy they're just freaking outright crazy i worked with a vegan and she was going to jeopardize her pregnancy so she wouldn't have to eat meat well the doctor said you're going to have a very unhealthy baby if you don't start eating some more protein you're not getting enough in your diet well first of all the girl's complexion she was a pretty girl but she had acne she didn't look healthy. Her arms were all skinny and thin. It's just like, what are you doing to yourself? We're not, we're hurt, we're omnivores, okay? That means we eat meat and vegetables and all that, you know, both. We're not herbivores. We're never were meant to be herbivore, okay? That's why we have canines as well as molars. We can grind meat, we can grind produce and that kind of stuff and cut and slice with our teeth. If we didn't have those kind of teeth, then it would be different. Alright? I mean, look at a mouth of a herbivore. They don't have all the, the canines that we have and incisors. No, they have a lot of big-ass molars for grinding the, the produce, grinding the, the, food, the, the grass and all that shit up. And even they can't handle it. They have to have bacteria in their stomach, and they have more than one stomach, so it has a chance to break down and get the nutrients out of it. And they have to eat like 10, 12, 14 hours a damn day to get it. We're not designed for any of that shit. So why is people pushing a goddamn thing? 
they say, okay, it's not humane how they kill the animals. Well, you know what? Make it humane, okay? There's ways of doing it so the animals don't have to be tortured. It doesn't mean you have to stop eating meat. Just be more humane in how you process the animals and how you raise them. That would go a long ways towards allowing all the, the arguments against them. It really would. But you know what? It costs money. So, but there's a lot of money floating around. It really is. So, I don't know where I was going with that, but my God. It's just enough with it already. Enough with the nonsense. Why do we have to have this argument over and over and over and goddamn again? Just do your goddamn job and shut the F up. Nobody wants to hear this shit from you. If I wanted shit out of you, I would squeeze your damn head. That's the way I feel about that. I really do. So, alright. That concludes this podcast. I'm going to try to do another one. So I'm kind of caught up here. Alright, so as always, just watch your back. And do the best you can. Alright. Take care. You have a great day.